Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm, I'm Olivia Taylor. I mean, are you not? A girl, a girl can dream, Olivia. A girl can dream. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Lucy Cecil, but also I'm Olivia Taylor. And who are you? I am Heathcliff. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, well, I there guess. There's only one thing to say, Olivia, on this week um, as we enter the season, um, and that's Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, tis the season to be jolly, and to be jolly, you need only to watch that clip of JLS. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, then you Get were your born after maybe the year 2000, so just <laughs> have to think about that. Um, but yes, um, tis the season, Lucy, long time coming. Here we are again, um, two Christmas queers who love to be um, having some glad tidings uh, all month long. So what have you done that has been Christmassy so far? Have you done anything? Have you, have you Christmased in any way? Um, so yeah, I mean, this this year to me, it's felt, it's like, and this. I know people say this all the time, but I really, really am like, how the hell is it? December the 6th like already like it's wild to me that it is Christmas time um but obviously I'm a big Christmas fan as I think I've always said uh, I think I said this last year it's my most basic time of the year um so I do like to lean into it um so yeah um la- uh, on Thursday last week I think it was um put up the Christmas tree well brought in the Christmas tree from the balcony which is it's cute because it's had it for like four years now so it's just got like bigger and bigger but it hasn't really got like taller it's just got like exponentially wider so it's just like this it's absolute, like mushroomed yeah it's like this absolute like mushroom wide boy but um it's cute uh so we decorated that had some uh <laughs> Izzy was like um let's make like a big tea made like a nice big lentil lasagna um and then uh I was like should we we should probably mull something should we mull something <laughs> so <laughs> had made some mulled wine which was nice um and yeah and I'd listened to Christmas songs which was you know usually I'm like first of December midnight I'm banging out last Christmas but um I just didn't quite I it kind of I kind of didn't realize it was the first of December until like 5 p.m that day and was like oh my god it's time so uh yeah no um so that's all I've really done oh apart from obviously coming to the Christmas fair oh yeah of course I mean yeah, no Christmas highlight. would be complete without yeah exactly highlight of the festive calendar so I always like to say um which was stunning as ever um but but um yeah <laughs> uh yeah no not not that much yet I'll I'll get into it my um I'm going to my works um they do a carol concert and, and it's at Manchester Cathedral. So I'm going to that on Thursday, which will be really cute. Um, so that'll be really nice. I think that'll be like, get me proper in the mood. So looking forward to that. Um, yeah. What about you? What, how much Christmas stuff? I mean, I can see your little baby tree behind you. Oh yeah. My little baby tree is right here. She's been decorated. Um, although I put my lights away with the battery still inside of them. So they have. <laughs> like corroded times 1000 so i need to get some new lights but i haven't got around to it yet but yeah the tree is here my ginormous advent calendar is here i've got a couple of wreaths um yeah so it's it's, it's a little bit christmasy in here 
Um, what have I done that's been Christmassy? Obviously, yes, at the Christmas fair. Um, I have been told, and so have you, that um, the Christmas mugs have now been brought down from the loft um, at my mum's house. So looking forward to going back there at some point and uh, sampling one of the very many festive mugs. But there is only one MVP festive mug, which is the one that you bought for her. Um, so I'll be excited to not be able to drink out of that because it is her mug and not anyone else's mug. Yeah, I, I didn't buy it for you, so. Sorry. Yeah, no, that. That's not sorry. It's plainly clear. Plainly clear. Um, yeah, so I've done that. Um, and then um, I'm going to the Dunham Massey Christmas lights this week, which is unfortunately why I can't come to um your Christmas carols, which is very sad because I love to have a Christmas carol. Um, yeah, so I've got a couple of Christmassy bits coming up, and I've also got my staff do, um, which is gonna be at the um London version of basically what is like Phoenix Nights. So um I'm excited for that because um um, it's very it's a very itself place I actually think that you'd really like it it's that very like amazing what's it called yeah um it's called the club <laughs> what that's the perfect place <laughs> um yeah so I'm having a three-courser in the club um <laughs> and spending my whole afternoon in the club so um that's going to be me in the club um, in, in a week or so. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm looking forward to seeing my um, friend actually who had a baby nearly two years ago and I've only met the baby once. She's like one of my best mates, but she lives down in Devon and yeah. she's coming up um, next weekend, no, weekend after next. So I'll see her for the first time in like 1000 years. And I have not like hugged her or held her baby. I just like looked at it because it was in like, the thick of coronavirus so um hopefully we'll be able to do that and like drink wine and have a nice time because her parents house was always the house that we went to you know over Christmas for like friend celebrations and now since they've had this baby her mum has also moved to Devon so we don't have the Christmas house anymore and it's really sad and we don't do that anymore so we'll be able to do a version of that hopefully um complete with new slash not so new baby so this this is this is the 30s you know things shifting things changing but we move and that'll be dead nice and yeah those are my those are my bits but the main thing that I am, um, well, my, my livings and longings this year, I'm just going to go straight into it myself because they are Christmassy. And so we're on a theme. Apropos, apropos. Exactly. So um, I am living for, and you actually did just mention it, and I hope that you mean this, this version, I am living for finally being able to play Last Christmas, the Lucy Dacus version, because I am obsessed. And we actually played this on our rather hairy way home yesterday from Sheffield. Um, that is probably like... <laughs> Yeah, like definitely like my top three Christmas songs. I'm obsessed with that version of Last Christmas. It's so good. Um, so I've played that once um, so far. Need to just ration it um, through the month. It's so, so I'll be looking forward to playing that. So good though. You can you can barely hardly ever get enough of it. I don't think it's uh, like I personally like Last Christmas by Wham is I think like a perfect Christmas song and I think it's amazing. But that cover is just like it's like you know it's a, it's a bit of me it's a bit of you it's a bit of exactly <laughs> it really it, re it really is so if you haven't um listened to that i think it is probably on our um queer longing playlist um because i think i've recommended it before but yeah go on and listen to that again because you can never go far wrong and i am longing for again christmasy 
going to see our absolute hun girl, Leanne Pinnock, in Boxing Day. Um, long time coming again. And really, really interested to see her um, acting debut because I think she's going to be dead good. And as we all know, we are mixers and we're obsessed with Leanne. So, um, yeah, very excited for those Christmas bits. What are you uh, living and longing for this week? Uh, yeah, I also am very, very uh, excited for that. Um, I think it will be great. I like, I like that that we have this newish tradition of like going to see a Christmas film in the cinema, and I think that that's something that we should do forevermore. So um, yeah, very much looking forward to that. Um, so I am living for. Speaking of the the journey back from Sheffield, what I'm living for is the stunning maybe two minutes forty six seconds that I spent on the side of the dance cage with a topless man um, in Dempsey's on Saturday night. Um, yeah. a, a man like no other um, a man living truly truly his best life and so was I um, and yeah I don't even remember I don't remember what song was playing do you? <laughs> I don't remember no 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 no, no. But, no. <laughs> but he was there last time we were in Dempsey's was and he? he was there this- yeah 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 he was there last time we were there on that Friday um, oh and and he was there again this time and he is quite possibly the most gorgeous man to have Absolutely. ever existed like he's he's made up he's made up um and he is always dancing in Dempsey's in the cage and um yeah I think I felt like I was watching Strictly Come Dancing just watching the two of you fly across the cage together with the greatest of ease absolute <laughs> swan-like Oops. Oh my god, um, thank you so much <laughs> Yeah, well, you know I wish that, we, you know, if, if we could put The photo evidence on uh, Queer Longing, actually, maybe we should Make like a Queer Longing close friends for the ones That we think can handle that picture <laughs> And then um, then they'll get to see it For real Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I was living for that On your behalf, for sure Yeah, it was a very, very fun, nice time um, Feeling very uh, free and easy cover girl or whatever um yeah uh, so that's why i'm living for um and what yeah i'm just living off the high of that you know getting me through the the beginning of this week um and i am longing for we finally have release date for euphoria season two so euphoria season two will be with us 9th of jan 2022 and i for one cannot wait um, you know, we are big Euphoria fans on this pod. If you go back and listen to, uh, we did like a big debriefy episode after the first season. Um, and then we've also talked about the specials, which were really good as well. Um, but yeah, I just can't wait to be back in like that, that, that space. Um, I'm going to, uh, try and rewatch it all before as well. Um, and just like re- relish it. How many seasons of Euphoria have there been so far? Just one? Just one. Just one and then the two specials. And then the, the two specials. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so good. And um, was it the, was it Hunter Schaefer who made their directorial debut on the specials? Yeah. Yeah. And did Zen, Zendaya do any? No. No. Okay. Too busy being um, directed. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's just going to be, that's just going to be amazing. Can't wait for that. And what a way to kind of um, kick off the new year. Cause by the 9th of Jan, your skin, nothing's doing. Just watch Euphoria and have your very best time and life. Oh, and I forgot to say as well that um, 
in terms of living and longing for, um, we have just booked tickets for a belated birthday, Pour Moi, um, which is at the Contact Theatre in Manchester. And I'm sure lots of you will have heard of the Pex Drag King troupe before. Um, they usually perform out of London, but they're doing like a one night only thing um in manchester on the 11th of february and um we have just booked tickets to go for a little birthday um treat and we just thought that is like the perfect time to pick ourselves up after um being skin all of january and go on a nice night out and you know it's close to valentine's day love is in the air so get yourselves there and have a really good time i've wanted to see them for ages um jody mitchell is part of the troupe who um was part of Secret Dinosaur Cult, um, a podcast that they did with Sophie Hagen. I don't think they, I think they stopped it because of the pandemic because all of their episodes were live. But if you want like a comedy podcast about like silly, funny things, then go back and listen to that. But they're also in the troupe. So for many reasons, I'm excited by it. So um, yeah, I thought I would mention that if you are local to Manchester, but even if you're not, make a, uh, make a weekend out of it because you will not regret it. Yeah, really, really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be such a, like, good night. And, um, yeah, just excited to, like, do a birthday thing again. That will be fun. So, so yeah, really looking forward to that. Okay, so, Lucy, on the subject of Christmas, I could not kick off Christmas proceedings in any other way except for with a quiz. <gasps> and, yes, I have found as a Christmas quiz. Um, and when I say us, um, this is not directed at us um completely but i was strapped for time and this is what i could find and i think possibly it could end up being better this way so the quiz is called every gay guy has a christmas hymn this quiz will tell you what's yours (laughs) and i kind of thought the quiz does not exist (laughs) well yes quite so we've we've had and we've and it's a new quiz it came out november 11th 2021 so we know that the hymns are going to be up to date um Pop as, as hymns as hymns are known to be and I thought this would be a great opportunity because obviously you know we have had um conversations about the fact that you've missed out on hymns a little bit over your childhood so maybe yeah. this is your redemption story oh finally my 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 payoff will will uh will come true and I'll be able to find out which hymn I am or which hymn I deserve yes um a hymn of one's own if you will mm. so um without further ado i'm gonna quiz you if that's okay yes please love this we haven't done a quiz for so long right okay lucy are you ready for this so ready so first question when does your christmas tree go up the first week of december the day after thanksgiving the week before christmas july whenever <laughs> i feel like it in some years i don't even put it up <laughs> oh my god um first week of December. That's 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 how I'd play it. What's the best holiday drink? Eggnog, peppermint hot chocolate, apple cider, ooh, holiday drinks. This is obviously <laughs> an, an American quiz because they don't have all of our other things like yeah. Bailey's and mulled wine. Yeah, um, apple cider I'm going for because I like a mulled cider and that's that's pretty much that in it. Yeah. What's your favourite holiday activity? Sledding slash sledding. <laughs> sledding. putting up your Christmas lights, spending time with family, chosen or biological, Christmas shopping, singing along to Christmas songs, watching Christmas movies, baking holiday cookies, or waiting for summer to come back. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be spending time with family. Oh, isn't that wholesome? Isn't that nice? Lovely that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What are your favourite Christmas colours? 
red and green, red and gold, green and gold, red and white, all of them. Christmas colors? Question mark, question mark, question mark. All of them. I like and a finally, good variety. Okay, good. Which Christmas sweater are you buying? So there is a Home Alone, Merry Christmas, to Filthy Animal version. There is a version off of that penguin on Friends that Joey has. There is a Jesus one. There is a reindeer one. There is a cat one. And there is like a festive snow scene one. Well, okay. So interesting thing about me um, is that uh, even though I'm a huge Christmas fan, I don't like a novelty Christmas jumper. Like I I can't really, I just can't quite get on board with it. Um, So, but God, we'll go. A cat lover lives here. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend. Oh, this is nice. So you've got a silent night. (laughs) I didn't know you were such a little choir boy. Um, So this is the time of year when all you look forward to is taking a nice long break, Lucy. The semester is over. (laughs) Or maybe you get to take a week off from work to enjoy the holidays with family. Either way, this time of the year is nothing but peace and joy. Merry Christmas. (laughs) That was amazing. That's very sweet. Oh, nice to know. I'm really pleased that I now know that I'm Silent Night, which um, in my opinion is actually like, you know, actually it is a lovely song. It is a lovely song. But, you know, I'm more about the bangers, but maybe I'm about the bangers, but I myself am the Silent Night. Well, it was hymns, not songs. So oh, you're always going to get a hymn. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I should have listened. I didn't, I didn't listen to the assignment, did I? No, I mean, I if I had to be a hymn, I'd want to be O Come All Ye Faithful because of the desk count. Oh, come on. Because that is so probably good. the most, yeah, it is the most bangiest banger of Christmas hymns. If you're going to have a hymn and you want it to bang, then that's what you need. That's the one you want. That's the one you want. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that. I, I also am a huge fan of Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, yeah. Everyone, every, everyone wants to, I feel like, Good King Wenceslas has got like some good queer energy. Totally. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, he's trenching around in the snow. <laughs> the queerest thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's what they do on, um, on, on Snow Day, which is a queer Christmas film where they do a lot of trudging around in snow. And we were just talking about that off mic. If you haven't seen that, that is a real hidden gem on Netflix. So do go and find Snow Day for all of your Christmas needs. Right. Mm. So, Olivia. I think it's about time that we address the elephant in the room because we have talked about it a lot on this podcast and we have been uh, chomping at the bit uh, and it has, we have now bitten, it has happened. We have taken a big slice of pizza and we have seen House of Gucci. Now, dear listener, we have consumed it in its entirety. All two hours have left nothing. Seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, Olivia, what? If, I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> okay. Tell the. Ju- yeah, go on. Just go, go, go. Okay. So obviously, we wanted this to be, you know, a glorious, happy, and bright Christmas podcast, and it is, and it will continue to be. But um, this is a review of many parts and many thoughts and many feelings. Um, and it's not simple. I wish I wish it were, but some things in life are not. Mm-hmm. And some good things in life aren't simple either. So I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So House of Gucci, what did I slash we think? So 
there is a lot to love in terms of um, we were looking for a high cam experience where Gaga is performing at her most Gaga. Um, you know, we had a lot of expectations off of the back of just being obsessed with her and a star is born and everything that she does that we have consumed and enjoyed we have come to look out for certain kind of gaga isms and gaga being her most true authentic gaga self and it definitely has that in house of gucci there are elements where you really feel like she is leaning into this character and this story and this world in a way that only gaga can do and i respect that and i enjoy it and i'm entertained by it um I think, you know, as as you have mentioned, it was far, far too long. So it was nearly three hours long. And I don't necessarily mind a long movie if um, I can see that all of those elements were kind of like, it, it, they kind of like had a purpose. They were moving the plot along. They were ramping something up or, you know, sort of exploring something that needed to be explored. But I think we both sort of collectively felt that some of the focus of the movie was maybe on the wrong things. Because I think when you drill down into what this, this movie is it's about the relationship between um, Patrizia and Maurizio and the sort of tragic story um, of their life and and what what goes on between them and how it all ends. So I think sort of, you know, looking back to how it started and following that trajectory right up to the end and exploring how the dynamic of their relationship changed would have been the best way to tell the story. And I think that it does do that, but it does it rather sort of fleetingly. So by the time the inevitable end happens, I mean, everybody knows that um, the whole sort of like apex of this is when um, Patrizia um, puts out a hit on Maurizio and um, he's killed. So everybody who goes to the movie knows that that's coming. So how do you sort of build up that tension and how do you kind of seek to explain and explore what what led to this and I'm not sure that um the film did that as well as it could have there was a lot of focus on sort of business and the fractured relationships between all the family members and whilst that's interesting and definitely a big part of House of Gucci I think what is more interesting is their kind of love story or that sort of love's demise and what led to it and how we sort of see that relationship shift change mutate over time and kind of really it's like both of their sort of hubris on both sides that have sort of caused this downfall because um you know Maurizio is trying to prove that he's not this like soft lad who you know can't can't stand up to the pressures of this massive family business and she's trying to prove that you know she has something to um she has something really tangible to offer and she wants to be respected and valued in the context of the family but also in the business and we sort of see how that breaks down but again yeah it's 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 very fleeting and by the time she decides to do what she did it all just sort of like fades away in a way that's a little bit un um unsatisfying i think the pacing is a little bit off but um yeah that's what I'll say is like, I guess the overall sort of failings of it, um, you know, if I'm anyone to have an opinion on it, but um, before I go on to like any of the positives um, or any other business, what were your impressions um, in a sort of similar vein? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, the, we had the discussion afterwards and it was exactly all those things you've said is like, you know what uh, I literally was like, uh I'm disappointed like like I was very disappointed I found it not just like too long but like 
actively boring in like large swathes like all like there's some of the scenes about like the business stuff was just so long and like boring and I was just like no I can't not can't get on board with this um there wasn't enough like all the campness and stuff is is like great but there's not enough of it it's like you see all of it in the trailer there's no there's no there's no more of it basically like mm. it's just all the bits that you've seen before i mean yes you do have lady gaga and jared leto like absolutely mainlining lasagna and i love to see that but like i wanted more of that like they they were ridiculous and over the top and stuff and i i really expected it to be so my main thing with it, it, it felt like dead kind of like flat, which is like what you're saying, you know, like it, it was like, by the time you get to the big climax, you kind of like, okay, like weird. And and by the last like sort of 20 minutes of the film, Patrizia is like barely kind of in it, even though it's like this big moment where like she's putting a hit out on her, like her, her ex-husband, like it should be like a huge thing but she's kind of disappeared a bit for for a large chunk of the last like act which is like odd um and then yeah I just found it um very like surfacey very like um which for a film that's nearly three hours long you should feel so in it but I didn't feel so in it um and I felt like it wasn't I thought it would be like at least like very like rich with like the lives of these like stupidly rich people and like the sort of like headiness of all of that and there's not there's barely any of that as well or maybe it just didn't it just didn't hit hit me it just didn't work um so yeah I mean all the things you've said essentially uh as 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 you know that that was what I said when we left um and like yeah just like felt like it was um uh it didn't deliver in in the way that I thought it would and in the way that it definitely could have um so yeah just a one of the, one of the biggest cinematic disappointments of my life <laughs> so Aww. yeah it's a, it's a sad one for me but yeah let's talk about some of the fun bits so obviously we must mention the soundtrack <laughs> So the soundtrack really is pos- like the, the best bit, in my yeah. opinion, yeah. because that, that's the thing that really served to complement the campness that did exist in the film. Yeah. So it was all an 80s soundtrack and um, it it was kind of like poking fun a lot of the time. And it just sort of really did that work, that sort of um, kind of knowing little glint in the eye, sort of um, we're in on the joke campness that came through and it all sort of started when Patrizia and Maurizio get married and for the full like seven minutes of the vows it was George Michael's faith which was just perfect and it really just like set off this tone that like you know they had this real sort of like sexual chemistry but it was playful it was kind of hopeful and it really like sets up this thing that you know these are just two kids who love each other and they want to have a good time but obviously you all know what happens so I think that kind of um has this sort of double layered effect when you experience it and then it sort of like leads to their sort of like salad days as a young couple and you know Adam Driver as we all know is an absolute hot ticket and just like their sort of fun life where things are simpler and you know he doesn't have the pressures of the business he hasn't been sort of called back to that world yet they're working for a family's company and you get a sort of insight into a sliding doors moment and an insight into what their lives would have been like had this sort of um 
sort of, I guess, beacon of um, sort of capitalism, greed, family politics, if that hadn't sort of become to sort of put its mark on their lives, what their lives could have been instead. And you sort of get this glimpse of that. And that all starts with that song. And I thought that just did such a good job. And actually the very last song <laughs> is, my, is my track of the week, which I thought was really absolute chef's kiss of a choice. Really, really, really good. So um, the track of the week is um, Baby Can I Hold You for me. Um, And it's the version that Tracy Chapman does with Luciano Pavarotti, um, which was a re-record of her song that she released in the late 80s that was recorded for his album in 2000. Um, And it was just the perfect sort of, culmination of everything that you sort of experience in the film and although the film had its downsides I just thought that the, the soundtrack really carried it through and it carries it through perfectly to that final song that you hear as the credits roll so that is why it's my track of the week despite the film sort of maybe being not the best but I felt that the soundtrack really did a lot of heavy lifting um, yeah and and it really provided those those moments the, mo- the moments we really wanted of us like just absolutely pissing ourselves and being like ah! like grabbing onto each other like ah! what are they doing like and that's what we wanted and like that yeah um and that 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 the cherry on top of that was that a baby can I hold you as it it just like struck up and we were like what <laughs> so yeah that, that the music choices are, are very very good and um that is a really good like element of it I just wish it was two hours long um yeah uh and and was more sort of jam-packed in a sense because I think it should be a bit like crazier um because it is a sort of like crazy story but because they injected all this big like business line which is not interesting I'm sorry it never will be like it just loses that like like you said like the pacing like the momentum um to this big climatic event so yeah yeah Uh, yeah. good well let's 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 end it on a positive note and mm. let's um let's think of our top maybe like three Gaga moments from House of Gucci where Gaga was at her most Gaga because ultimately that's that's why we came and we saw and we went. Mm. So um how did how did she deliver for you? Well, I've I have one thing to say to you, and it's ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's just a bit where she goes like uh she goes uh she goes, Good, goodbye, 1930s. Hello, 1980s. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that noise was, is just encapsulates all everything she was doing. So that's probably one of my top ones. And then one of the ones, one of the bits where she was being so gaga was where she meets um, what's his what's his name Maurizio Maurizio at like this dance yeah. party, and she's dancing on like the dance floor, and she's just she's just like doing like like bad romance dance moves, and it's like yeah. <laughs> It's exactly that. It's a real Easter egg for the fans. It is it's so good, and that that was such a hilarious bit. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll have those two. What 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 about what about you? I think my third um to to top it off is probably when she goes to that sort of semi abandoned cafe to have the chat with the two hitmen about putting the hit out on Maurizio, and she is cosplaying as her <laughs> mask alter ego from you and I. She really she is exactly the same. Exactly the same. Um, <laughs> so you know, she was talking about putting this hit out, and I was full on expecting her just to be like, 
been a long time since <laughs> like I could just imagine it so um I appreciated that very very much um and Gaga will always be Gaga whatever happens and you know how bad or good the film is you can always you can always count on that somewhere along the line and I can only respect that only have respect for my president yeah exactly yeah no I think she um as you know the soundtrack's great I think she does carry it as well um and it's like a shame that she gets kind of blinkered out by the end so yeah yeah and as we all know there can be a hundred people in a room <laughs> and 99 of them might not like House of Gucci but one of them might but one of them will <laughs> Very good. She's awake. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so I've done my track of the week. Um, it's only right, fair, good and proper to give you the same opportunity. What have you been enjoying and what is your track of the week this week? So um, I'm going to bring you a little bit of country this week. Um, we've spoken before about being big country fans um, and I discovered this song in the summer and since then I just have been completely obsessed with it. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> it's really, really, uh, you know, one of those songs that is going to be a big song for me for the rest of my life. Um, and it is Highwayman by Glen Campbell. Um, and it just like is a proper like, it's, a proper like country song in that way that it like tells a story you know like it just goes through it's like telling the story of this man who's like a, i don't know highwayman or uh, he's just like living his life and stuff and it's just like goes through like all these these bits of like troubles he's faced but like he's still there he's still like living and um it has this amazing it has these amazing bits um where it goes like has like a really nice like refrain and i love a like refrain like in in the in a, in a song and it just does like he's like i guess i'll always be around and around and around and i just love that so much it's like it like i listen to it like my heart just like swells <laughs> with like how much i love it um yeah and also i wanted to point out that i think that the lyrics of this song make um make for some interesting queer reading um so uh at the beginning of it he's saying like i was a highwayman blah blah blah, blah. and then he says this these two lines many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade now i think that makes glenn campbell a bicon so <laughs> we can we can read into that what we need and I'm going to read into that exactly what I need. So, um, yeah, that is my track of the week. I love it. And I like Adam. Adam keeps saying to me every time he hears me like listening to it, he's like, so when when are you going to do this on karaoke? Because you need to <laughs> you need to expel these demons. <laughs> yeah. And I think also what we need um, is a Glenn Campbell. Good King Wenzel's last fanfic. Oh, my God. What a crossover. The crossover I never knew I needed. Yes, mm. I love Think that. Very good. Very good. So as much as we wanted to agree with House of Gucci, there is part of us that maybe didn't agree with it. And on that note of pure negativity and um, sadness, what else, Lucy, do you not agree with this week? I don't agree with it. So my I don't agree with it. Um, everyone's going to be absolutely buzzing to to hear that it's commuter based or or travel based as it were um and you know you were here for this exact moment in my in my life um oh god and, yeah yeah <laughs> basically we drove to sheffield uh, on saturday night and it was 
stormy, storming, wasn't it? It was very wet, very windy, very um, dark. Um, I was very tired for reasons. And we like got up on the like moors and um, my car started doing this thing, which I have kind of noticed it has been doing recently, where it seems to be like sort of slip, like not enjoying being in like certain Not enjoying being driven. Not enjoying the ride. It's not enjoying the ride at all. Um, yeah, and it just, just just was doing this thing, was just revving and revving and revving. And we were like, I was like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, and then all of a sudden, I was like, wait, is it smoking? Is the car smoking? I was like, I've definitely burnt the clutch because I could smell it. And I was like, is the car? Oh my god! Oh my god! And luckily, there was like a little parky bit just there, and we pulled in. And then we were sat there in the car and all of this stuff was like billowing out the front. And I was like, is it smoke? I was like, do we get out? Oh, do we? Do we get out? Do we need to get out? Is it going to blow up? Like, do we get out? And then I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to check. I'm going to check. I'm going to check. And I like just got out, but it was just the storm. And it was just that it was like so billowy that like it looked like smoke. I mean, I had burnt the clutch. I'm not like that. There, there is that as well, but like it wasn't going to blow up. And I got back in the car and I, and I said to you, like, we're not going to die tonight. So, <laughs> and we didn't, thank God. But I absolutely do not agree with like the fact that it's it, and it always seems to be when I have to drive to Sheffield that there's just insane weather and it's never like barely ever just like a nice simple drive it's always like hairy as anything rainy windy um and like dead dark and horrible and like really intense um so to be honest I just don't agree with that um and yeah it's a pretty basic one but uh yeah I don't agree with it and I'm sure you didn't agree with it either <laughs> no I didn't agree with it because we were trying to we were trying to listen to our listen to our songs and we couldn't because we were too busy trying to stay alive yeah and so it was it was ruining our vibes so true so true if we, when but then we did have a really really nice you know to, to bring it full circle back to loving lady gaga we did have some absolute belting sing-alongs to lady gaga as, as we like as we like pulled into sheffield which was very nice yeah yeah we um we righted those wrongs in the end we did we did um so yeah that's why i don't agree what do you not agree with this week well, suppose mine is also to do with Sheffield and is adjacently commuter pace, which I've just realized, which is um, when I, so I've been to Sheffield for reasons. I've been to Sheffield twice this weekend, back and forth. Um, and I got Sheffield the first time, part, part one, uh, the re-up. And um, our friend picked me up and then I had to like, get in their van in like quite a stressful quick way and in doing so I was like bringing my bag in and I flipped my whole thumbnail back and my whole nail cracked off um so now my nail is like so obviously I've got like these nails and then I just have like this tiny nail and it should be as long as that oh no said that long oh no yeah that's Um, very tragic yeah, so I'm just I'm just showing some uh, live footage of it um, in case you didn't understand that. But yeah, exposing it's gross. Yeah, I'm exposing myself and it's gross. And uh, it made me really sad and I didn't agree with it. So that is what I don't agree with this week. Fair enough. That is something to very... That, there's something so horrible about like that kind of thing. If, if a nail does a thing, like goes the wrong way, there are certain bits of the body that should not move in certain ways and nails yeah. should not bend back up upon themselves. And no, it's like, no, top yeah. of the list of things that shouldn't bend the way that they are not meant to bend. <laughs> um, 
so yeah that's that's definitely definitely up there for me um in my things that I have not liked this week but um yeah let us start let us finish as we have started which is in the spirit of Christmas and um Obviously, I've mentioned um, about pecs and you mentioned, uh, which is in February, but you've mentioned as well about the Carol concert at Proud Trust. Remind people where they can go and when they can go to that. So it is at Manchester Cathedral at half seven on Thursday the 9th. Um, and if you want to uh, go, you need to register. Um, it's free, but you just have to register um, online um, via an event link, Eventbrite link. So if you just Google proud trust carol concert uh you'll find it and um yeah uh it should be a very cute nice time great and there are lots of great um theatrical events happening um at home so by the time this comes out it will be wednesday so tonight in podcast world and the next day the thursday um shit theaters sing along a muppet christmas carol will be on um so you can go to that for a gorgeous experience you can also go on the 15th to the 23rd of december to home to see legato chocolat um doing ducky which is a family-friendly glamour and glitz um performance taking center stage in a classic tale of identity and belonging um there is also um bourgeois and maurice that's showbiz that's showbiz um friday the 17th of december and saturday the 18th and they are going to be doing a christmas show at home and there's also loads of 80s christmas films on and um there is loads of nice bits like that that you can go and sort of relive um relive your youth and go and see gremlins because who would not want to do that and i feel like gremlins is clear right Gremlins is so queer and so great. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Sounds good. Those all sound like really nice bits. So whilst we fill up our stockings and uh, get ready. Jingle our bells. Jingle our bells and uh, dash through the snow. um, We will be loving you, leaving you and longing for you. Until next time. Bye. Bye -bye. really looking forward to that <laughs> okay so, yeah really on. looking forward to- wait well, me- <laughs> so yeah <laughs> really- <laughs> she's not well <clears throat> she's not well um so <laughs> so yeah really looking forward to that